five, four, three, two, one. Hi, I'm Liam Joshua Munn. And I'm Michaela DeJoseph. And this stays between us. Happy Hanukkah, guys. Happy Hanukkah. That started yesterday, right? (laughs) (laughs) We sound like Google Alert. We're like, it started yesterday. I think it started yesterday. It did. Happy Hanukkah to all who celebrate Hanukkah. Yeah. I Hanukkah. I had a real Hanukkah yesterday, <laughs> real Hanukkah. Oh? I spent okay. it with my one and only uh, Caitlin Mallory, uh, mm-hmm. who is who is Jewish. She did celebrate the first night of Hanukkah the only way she knows how, which is uh, to help me with a school project because I'm illiterate. So mm. um, for any of you who don't know, in our school curriculum, we have to think called do a thing called stagecraft, and you're probably uh. asking yourself, well. How do you do stagecraft when theater is not a thing? Oh, it's easy. You build (laughs) models at home. It sounds terrible because it is. So, but, and I would first off like to publicly thank Caitlin Mallory because without her, I truly, first off, would just fail school in general, but Mm -hmm. specifically stagecraft. This woman is a whiz. Like, she really is like, what are the measurements? Well, this is what you do and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, she doesn't know how smart she is. She really doesn't because I'm like, it, this would take me literally four hours. I'm going to send Michaela a photo. I have not shown her what we did yesterday, but I'm pretty impressed with ourselves. I'm going to send it on Instagram, Michaela. Oh, okay. This is the photo you were talking correct, about. Correct, correct. Oh. And, I'm, and I'm pretty proud of the product. Um, again, this is mainly Caitlin Mallory. I do what she says, and I do, but I'm surprised that I did that much, if we're just being honest. Oh, so many photos. Fo- okay. Just four. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that was. <laughs> I'm still proud of myself. <laughs> it was good. I just, it was kind of anticlimactic. You were expecting I'm not a full lie. model. You might get that. Yeah, next, well, you're gonna get that next week. I can do a little follow up. Okay, but it's just how long? Do you it think just that took went us? nowhere. <laughs> okay, that's rude. Um, I'm proud of uh, what I did. Two hours. Did it no, take an you two hour. hours? Oh, hour. okay. So tonight it's we're gonna bad. do another little build sesh. I will follow up with you guys. Maybe you'll <laughs> that's, build what, that's what you'll get for your <laughs> present this year. It's just oh, my stagecraft yes. model. <laughs> what are you that's asking for for Christmas this year, Michaela? Um, my big Christmas gift was a phone. Oh yeah, you got a new phone. phone. That was my favorite text. I I hope people understand from <laughs> our text. You won't base that we're actually friends. Like no, and let's be honest, it's Michaela, not me. Um, (laughs) Michaela's cold and almost like Ah. coal. She's cold this Christmas because she just texted me four or five days ago, new phone, and I was (laughs) like, oh, do you like it? She goes, yeah, and I'm like, oh Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was like, I want to tell him that I got a new phone because, like, you know. Because we are friends. 
<laughs> and <laughs> some, but you are. and I should keep you updated. But I was like, how do I like? It's not that important, but I still wanted to tell him. So I was like, I got a new phone. I don't know <laughs> that. I don't know if know. it shows us that we're really close or not close at all. I really don't know. I, I think is that we're really close. I just how else we, would I tell you that I got I a new phone? I also like don't think we give a fuck. Like that's our main problem is that we're like <laughs> we care, but we don't care enough. We right. we really just like. We give each other drama. We do that. Mm-hmm. If we're going through yeah. something personal, typically uh, mine is about my emotional life and Kay- Michaela's is typically about her bowels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really, I think we tried to remember this in a podcast episode like months ago. We were like, when was the first time we hung out? And I don't even remember. I, I, don't I remember. think the first time we hung out, like, Outside of kind of just the two, yeah, is when we went to go see Dear Evan Hansen. I guess that really was because I think we were close because of techniques, because of class. Yeah, because we had techniques and dance together, so we got close that first semester, and then second semester is when we started hanging out, like kind of. You are the person who are like, I'm going to attach myself to the person I know, no matter if we're friends or not. Yeah. So I'm (laughs) that probably is how it started. Yeah, I think that was the first time you we You kind of like, said Liam's the best option, so I guess. No, that is not true. And we were that also low-key memes in techniques. We, yeah. We'd be like, oh, Jesus. And like sometimes I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go take a <laughs> lap. And I would just get up and leave. Yeah. <laughs> and in fairness, that class was a lot. The second yeah. semester was a lot. First semester was like fine. Yeah. Just oh, second yeah. second semester was kind of roof, not going to lie. You know, I'm thinking about what I want for Christmas this year, and world peace. Your two front teeth. Oh, world peace, and um, uh, you know, this vaccine to go well. That's what I want this Christmas. Yes, I really yes. don't have anything because thankfully I have a, a job. So if I need something, like I don't really buy anything because I just want it. Like, I, yeah, I mm-hmm. need new clothes because I just need new clothes. I've been wearing the same right. clothes for like nine months. But, I feel that. <laughs> but um, so I probably want new clothes. But I mean, I'm also my dad is also helping me pay for my education. So that's a big, a big to do. Uh, yeah. Education, yep. student loans, real, 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 real. But very real. It was also a very big week for Broadway. Yeah, we got a lot of Broadway facts coming at you. Some dates, some new things, and I just when I saw this first bit of news first headline first headline i put it first in the google doc because i'm like we have to talk about this absolutely this is a playbill article ratatouille the tiktok musical streaming concert to benefit the actors fund so we've talked about ratatouille the musical before on this podcast we're no strangers Mm -hmm. they (laughs) i'm just gonna read some of the article Remy is one step closer to his Broadway bow. Seaview Productions will present a film-to-concert presentation of the viral sensation Ratatouille, the TikTok musical. The special will stream on Today Ticks, January 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as a benefit for the Actors Fund. More details include a cast, creative team, and production details will be revealed at a later date. Um, Then they go on, they talk about, like, it's unclear what numbers will make it into the concert, but there are plenty of options in addition to the one that started it all, the Ode to Remy, which is Remy, the Ratatouille, the ride of all my dreams. That song. Yes. Which 
if you're on actual Ratatouille TikTok, you would know that we kind of decided that that shouldn't be in the show because it actually doesn't make any sense. Um, Because he's not the Ratatouille. That's a meal. So Playbill is behind. But this is so crazy and interesting and just shows the power of the internet um, is fucking insane. I... I wish January 1st is literally around the corner. So yeah. like I'm surpri- I was like waiting. I was like seeing even on TikTok. I was like, is anybody like from TikTok like going to be performing in this? I was like, who like who is the yeah. cast? And they haven't they said there's going to be details about it at a later date. But I'm just like, but it's literally around the corner. So like the people who are in it definitely know and definitely probably have been keeping this quiet because like this just came out like two days ago um so i don't know i don't know who's gonna be in it but i might get a ticket um and watch it it's like weird because it's definitely broadway media being so light on news that they were like yeah let's just do this and get the young people involved gen z correct i'll be interested on like i know this sounds like kind of silly because it's like a concert it's not really like a yeah full-edged musical but on the other hand i'm like thinking about it and i'm like how are they gonna like actually handle all these different writers and how are they getting compensated and are they Mm -hmm. using teenagers and not compensating them even though they wrote it truly how are they handling the licensing you know even if a ratatouille musical did pop up like it took forever and a day to fucking get a newsies musical imagine what this is gonna take like it's (laughs) gonna take a second and i don't really think they have plans on creating a ratatouille musical so i mean they could let them do it uh because like i said it's not like an official disney musical it's a concert um mm-hmm. but i'll be interested in legally how they get away with it if we're just being oh honest. yeah i forgot it's like disney yeah and... like disney owns it so like tomorrow if they signed like a cease and desist order they could wow that's actually very interesting i, I mean, didn't I think, think they of that can. aspect I mean, of it i the, but that's the thing like is if today ticks is making money off of it that means that they have to give a certain amount of money to disney Right. So I don't know how the contract looks. I'm just interested. I'm just saying out loud. I'm just interested in it because I'm like, it's all very, very interesting. It is very interesting. Another is. another headline that came out this week was Hamilton is supposedly returning and setting its eyes on a July 4th bow, making it one of the first Broadway shows to seek interest in reopening. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I think it's a good musical <laughs> to start. I mean. Yes, it's well, maybe the tickets will be cheaper. I mean, I'll go. We could go see If it. a vaccine yeah. is alive and well and it's socially distanced and everyone's wearing masks, you know, yeah. uh, a few West there End shows. There is no, yeah. There of, is just no way Hamilton will be able to charge, like, what they were charging Oh, I before. mean, absolutely not. Like I said in previous episodes, I don't believe any of the mega shows will be back. If any of them do, it is going to be Hamilton. Like, Phantom won't reopen. Yeah. Wicked won't reopen. Because they're markets that depend on people from around the country coming into the city. Versus, like, Hamilton, yeah, it's a lot of vacationers. But like you said, if you did a discounted rate, Hamilton has made Anybody its money back. Anybody would go see it, yeah. Hamilton's made its money back. It's made its money from Disney. It can sort out a deal where it can actually help the actors get back to work. And it can set a precedent. Yeah. And I feel like it would be more of, like, a social move of being, like, Broadway's back versus, like, because yeah. it is going to be a slow uptake. It isn't going to be, you know, I could imagine. I honestly do think that 
We the nonprofit shows will be back. Hamilton will be back. And that's all because they have made their money. They are or they're based off of a donor money, right? So it's not they don't need a ticket sale to ensure that the production is going to happen. Yeah, literally, um, they and, don't. And then I could imagine <laughs> Make that shit cheaper. And I could imagine in the fall or the spring of 2022, which is crazy to say out loud, but it's true, spring of 22, I could imagine 6 coming back and essentially like picking up where we left off. Is is what I what yeah. I honestly think is going to happen. Um I think uh like I said, I think the West End, what I'm seeing in the West End is really cool. 6 is back in the West End because yeah. it has six people in it it's a nine-person company yeah um the band has masks on the they are in a much bigger theater they went from a 300 seated house to a 600 but they're sticking with their like it's like 400 seats they're Mm. all the seats are socially distanced uh it's there it is still a risk if we're being honest it is still you know they're getting back to some remnants resemblance of normal um but no i'm really excited i think hamilton's a great show to start yeah absolutely And speaking of Lin-Manuel Miranda, In the Heights got its new release date, uh, June 18th, 2021. We should be expecting to see In the Heights, which I'm also really excited for. What a good cast. It's such a good cast. Oh, great cast. I rewatched the uh, trailer recently. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, it made me like emotional. I was like, same. In the Heights, uh, I'm going to say it live on camera. I've, I've said it before. Um, I love In the Heights more than Hamilton. I like listening to it more. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hamilton is really a a piece of art. Like, it's so freaking good. But In the Heights is so personal, and you can just tell it's really a part of Lynn. And it's Mm -hmm. so apparent. Absolutely. So I'm really, really excited. And I think directorially, it looks amazing. And the logo design, even down to the logo design, I'm really about logos. If it looks good, (laughs) I am so excited for the play. I'm very excited. Um, another show that I'd mentioned uh, a few nonprofit theaters. If you're not aware, theaters like uh, Roundabout Theater, Lincoln Center, MTC, Manhattan Theater Club, uh, they are all nonprofit theaters. Some of them might be for profit, but anyways, they basically survive off of donors and rich white people. So mm-hmm. shows uh, that I was really excited to see. It was a transfer from the West End uh, production of Caroline or Change by Janine Tesori and Jeremy. Oh, Tony. Tony Kushner? Tony Kushner. Tony Kushner mm-hmm. is the man who wrote Angels in America, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Tony mm-hmm. Kushner, he's... What a wild man. He can, Give it up for Tony can, Kushner. He can literally... Give it up. Watch it. He can literally <laughs> do anything. Um, but Carolina Change, such a special show. It's such a good score. Um, and it's coming back. And it was slated to come back. And, of course, uh, at Studio 54. And sadly, of course, pan- the pandemic stopped. And they were in the middle of rehearsals, too. Um, so, so I'm really sad. excited... And hopefully they'll be back in the fall. I'm really, really pumped. I yeah, think it's gonna fall be fall of 2021. I honestly do. Yeah. I have a lot of faith in the late summer, fall of 21. Um, yeah, that we're gonna start seeing it come back slowly, come back. And I, and to be honest, Michaela, I could see regional theaters coming back first. Like regional theaters, mm. um, not really summer stock. Sorry, but um, regional yeah. theaters, equity houses. You know, I, I mean, pretty much. I mean. Regional theaters, although most of them have stopped, I, I know a few th- regional theaters that continued through the pandemic under different guidelines of, like, outside spaces and everyone basically mm-hmm. on lawn chairs spread out. Like, of course, it's not the same, but still really, really neat and cool. So I'm yeah. really excited. I'm so excited for Carolina Change. Yeah. And 1776, which is also Roundabout? Yep. Roundabout Theater is set to open in spring of 2022, which Ooh. seems so far away. But It'll come right around the corner. I have faith. It really 
will. We're like almost a year from that. Like, yeah, we're almost at spring 2021. So like spring 2022 is like right around the corner also. But all female cast. I'm really excited. No, I think this show would not survive any way else. I mean, either it would have like (laughs) it would have like (laughs) Jake Gyllenhaal and Matthew McConaughey. I don't know, like two like really white actors in it and the show would survive. Mm -hmm. But 1776 has kind of been lost to time just a little bit. I think there's some really great songs in it. Um, I think the lack of women in it really hurts the show. Uh, Right, which is why they're doing Isn't there only one woman in it? Correct. Um, He plays the violin. There might be two. But it's like two women compared to like nine men. Something crazy. Right, which is like, yeah, 1776. It makes sense. So doing 1776 in 2022 apparently should have, should be gender bent. Oh, absolutely. And there, think, uh, there was yeah. also a concert. They did a workshop of this particular version. Diane Paulus did a workshop of it. So I'm pretty sure the cast is pretty much staying the same. But um, they did a 54 Below concert like three years ago with Carrie Lee Carmelo, Bonnie Milligan, <gasps> Mary Testa. <gasps> it was like some really, really good people. And I kind of oh wish God. that company did it, but whatever. Um, another uh, movie update is West Side Story. Uh, this happened actually a few months ago because um, it was kind of hilarious. It was like in the middle of like April or May or something like that. No, not it was, it was during the summer. Anyways, um, they were like, you know, yeah. that West Side Story movie just happening in December. Let's do the same date, but a year. <laughs> so yeah. they're releasing it <laughs> next winter. So not this current winter, but liter- actually, no, literally uh, a year from yesterday. Is when the movie oh, will shit, be released, yeah. December tenth, twenty twenty one. Which I just think is a smart move. I just think it's the smartest for move. sure. Um, a lot of movies are choosing to release on like Disney Plus is doing stuff, and mm-hmm. um, but I mean companies like Disney, for example, literally line up their movies. So if they wait to do to you know release an animated film another six eight months or whatever, then that means the rest of the movies got to wait too. So that's right. just, I think, for, like, a timeline sake and how many movies they produce, I think it's smartest if they do release on an app. But something like West Side Story is going to be kind of more of an event. Um, yeah. And to be honest, I think it's going to be farther away from the revival, which I actually think will benefit it a lot. Mm. Uh, not that anything – I just think the revival and the movie are so different. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. Like, I mean, the revival truly is a huh. new version of West Side Story. Yeah, and it is. And the movie is going to be kind of more of Steven Spielberg classic. Uh, yeah. With a little bit more, I think, accurate representation of of, of Spanish people, which I think is, is well, yes. for the <laughs> best. Hopefully. Well, Jesus. that actually is really interesting that I didn't even think that the they did a revival of it and made a major motion picture of it and was going to be released at the exact same time correct that's not yeah i I don't know if that would help it or hurt it technically it was a year ago that west side story the revival started previews and it was supposed to open in march i believe um yeah late march early april so i mean there would have been six or seven months in between the film the revival and the film but i still i still think people would have it in their head and I'm yeah. surprised the estate let it happen, if we're just being honest. But, yeah. like, I'm surprised they weren't, like, you know, I think the West Side Story revival wasn't wasn't 100% sure they were going to come in and do it. So mm. I was like, I'm surprised they weren't, like, wait till next season until the film was released. But because the film was going to yeah, make them I feel more like money. The f- film would help the Broadway production. 
But here's the problem. I don't think it would. I think oh, okay. I, I no no I agree from like <laughs> no, face I know value. No, but face value, yes, the market supposedly should right. be the same. But just based off of what I've heard on the revival, it is such a drastic difference. Oh, it is. I saw it. It's very different. It's so different. And I feel like for, you know, and it is supposed to be polarizing. It is not a piece of theater that's supposed mm-hmm. to be like, oh, welcome back to West Side Story. You know the, <laughs> you know the tunes. It's, it is rough and real uh, and jagged. Yeah. Little pill. Yeah. No, it's just jagged. Oh. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm overall really, really excited for these films and these releases. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hopeful, which is great. I haven't felt hopeful in a while. But we have some live events to talk about. But let's take a commercial oh, break before we do. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, guys, welcome back. I hope you lit a candle for Hanukkah. Oh, dread, oh, dread, oh, dread, oh. It's actually a beautiful ceremony, not gonna lie. I think it's really um, pretty. Yeah, sure. I don't okay. know. Uh, well, y'all, something that attacked me this holiday season was The Grinch Who Stole Christmas Live on NBC. And here's the thing, though. Okay. It wasn't live. It wasn't. And technically, they didn't. They didn't advertise it like that. I just thought because every other one of them was live. I figured out that they recorded it on a theater stage in the West End for two days. That's what they did. So what we saw was the best takes. So. (laughs) Listen, okay. I want to start now. I want to start off with. Okay. Michaela, Michaela, Michaela. Okay. Stop. Okay. Please stop I, I don't got a lot to Please say. Please stop yelling. So oh, okay. She oh. <laughs> Michaela, this is our whole rest of the show, so uh, you better get some no, things to say. No, I got something say. else. Okay, great. Um, listen, I believe that the TV musicals are a great way to introduce theater to children. So point blank, yes. period, I think these do more good than they do bad. But mm-hmm. when they're on a- And it was meant for kids. Correct. But when it is on a major primetime, 8 p.m. on NBC, mm. you are subjected, like most things, to scrutiny. And <laughs> to the scrutiny. And I just don't understand the decision of NBC. Of course, they did a CEO switcheroo so the man who fully believed in like the live musicals and the whatever and the whatever and they had the bye bye birdie planned they had hair planned they literally had two a year and these cost a lot of fucking money to you know to put on Mm -hmm. it's like a theater production but like plus a movie production it's crazy it's a lot right and and so I just don't and and so the new CEO took over the NBC division for live musicals canceled them all um, but he continued to green light the Grinch. So we could have had some all, we could have had Jennifer Lopez and Bye Bye Birdie, which I actually think wouldn't have been that bad. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we are left with the Grinch. Um, listen, I personally <laughs> don't, this particular version of the Grinch was written in the nineties for children it was a full musical event sometimes you can even catch it at madison square gardens every year sometimes they uh they revive Mm -hmm. it for a month almost like a christmas spectacular thing um and listen i just 
I, I just don't I just thought it was boring yeah like I don't think it, it was I don't even think it okay let's be honest here Matt Morrison was miscast we can just say that point blank yeah not his fault I actually think he's a great performer I really liked him in South Pacific I love him on the light in the piazza recording I think he's mm-hmm. great um but no he's I'm sorry but we let's say it out loud ugly men need to play the Grinch and I'm not saying I'm ugly oh. but I'm saying I'm sitting right here and I, I... <laughs> and I am willing to play the Grinch and um yeah and I just feel like he, yeah, he's just he's too good looking, and it he, he just felt really forced the entire night. Yeah, yes, I agree. I feel like when you play the Grinch, and why Jim Carrey was so iconic in the role is you need someone fucking bizarre, Me. someone who is just going to be literally just weird. And he's just gonna, like, and it's like this is a classic Christmas story, and you do need a specific kind of approach to it you know what i mean you need to bring mm-hmm. yourself to it the grinch is low-key a star vehicle for somebody to be like this is what i do yeah. um this sense of comedy and i like it. matt sounded great he i just like i just there was one of uh the movers you know the two uh people performers that uh moved around the set mainly they were like clowning a lot and that was kind of like their thing mm-hmm. um and there was the the guy in it, the the guy clown. He should have been the Grinch. He was giving it to me full through clowning realness, and I was like, there was a reason Jim Carrey played it. I was like, he was a clown. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I this is such a specific art form, and I, a lot of I mean, they the Grinch got bashed, like it got bashed, yeah. and partially, and like they were like the sets really pretty, music's really boring, and Matt Morrison is miscast. And I agree with yeah. all of it, sadly. The set was gorgeous, though. Yeah, I thought they did a good job with that. Yeah. Um, and I think they can work. But... I really do think the live musicals can work, but you need theatrical people to lead it. Like, I'm tired you of... You need te- Jesus Christ Superstar. They need to be on a stage. Yeah. Stop with these sound stages. That's not what we well, want. Well, here they think... But, Kayla, it was filmed on a stage. Like, it was... But it was recorded that and didn't filmed. didn't feel like it. Yeah, it was... Because it's gigantic. It was literally so yeah. big. But I'm saying, no, stick them in the house and record it like a live musical. Yeah. That's then, what I'm saying. And if it wasn't in COVID times, I would say have an audience there. Like, I feel like the audience added to um, Jesus Christ Superstar, like, a lot. So you need that energy obviously we can't do that right now but like when we can that would be great and i'm sorry but did we learn anything from the mtv production of legally blonde <gasps> a perfect perfect, perfect production perfect. that's literally all i want is literally. like actual theater being recorded filmed well and release like nobody Correct. like i don't know why nbc thinks we want like musicals on stage sound like s- sound stages like i that's and nobody wants that. i mean same thing with fox fox does those like live you right know, four sound stages and we have camera crew running around and, and they're they running have... a golf carts aaron Tveit is playing a teenager and has wrinkles it's, it's a lot too much and it's, it's no one's fault no one's fault it's no <laughs> no one's fault <laughs> matt morrison people at NBC. matt morrison look in your bag and let go of the the weight let go. Let go of the the, the of the baggage. <laughs> did it's you okay. see his tweet? What was it? Oh no! What did he? It was tweet? to my haters, and it was of little Cindy Lou Who like blowing a kiss. Uh, I don't know if that was a real tweet I'm gonna, or someone edited I'm that. Truly about to look right. But now. I saw that. I didn't see it on Twitter though. Someone like reposted it on Instagram, I... and I said, "Oh 
my lord I'm literally Jesus. looking right now listen like i am all i just it's just not it's not matt morrison's fault it really isn't no and no i just put and madison I... by the way i just put oh my god <laughs> it's, he's the first thing to pop up okay Let's matt morrison no also, he did no he didn't tweet it he tweeted oh god he's retweeting like people who are enjoying it this is too much he basically i honestly think kids might have enjoyed it no yeah maybe um <laughs> we can learn from colorful. cindy lou kindness is the way girl did he tweet that he did <gasps> oh no yeah he knows he he's knows. seen he's <laughs> He knows we're talking about him. <laughs> but here's the thing. I am not disgracing Matt Morrison at no. all. No. No. At all. No. 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 Stop. But <laughs> it was this particular version of, like, what I don't understand either, they should have done a 45-minute version. I am all. Oh, my God. Well, I saw that it was two hours, oh and I God, literally so said long. And the mom joking. had, like, four ballads, and I'm like, Girl. I stopped watching after a half hour. I put it on mute. So if anything was ent- – but one thing I did love about The Grinch Who Stole Christmas live on NBC is Bo. Is that his name? Bo? Boo-boo. I feel is like we're just boomer? wrong. I just – Michaela, I don't – Twitter despised <laughs> Matt – sorry, the first thing to pop up and then why post is Twitter despised Matt Morrison's The Grinch. Yeah, girl. Well. Yeah. Twitter erupts over the sexual interpretation of The Grinch. It was oddly sexual. It was. I think everything Matthew Morrison does is inherently sexual. Yeah, and it's like I shouldn't be attracted to Matt Morrison, but I am. Um, oh, he's so your type. Yeah, it's a problem. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Boo Boo Stewart. Yeah, you're right. Boo Boo, I was right. Um, yeah, from Twilight. He is the best thing to happen to me in 2020, hands down. He's first off. Look him up on Instagram because he's a freak and a half, and I love him. He's. <laughs> so cute. He's so artistic. He did. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's really well known for like on stage stuff, but his physicality was is. really, really great. He's got a nice little voice. He played voice. Max. Yeah. He made. Yeah. He played Max. And then of course Dennis O'Hara played old Max. And I that whole like trope oh, of I like did not like that. Yeah, that whole kind of device of like an older version of yourself telling the story. Like I get it. It's been done, but like. I just didn't think. <sighs> Yeah, it's it was just kind of stressful. It was a little stressful, yeah. I'm not going to lie. But that wasn't the only live event this week. No, we got, I forgot the exact title, but it's a like A Night Broadway, on Broadway. One Night Only Best of Broadway <laughs> Um, with our host, Tina Fey. Was it produced by Tina Fey? I would assume so. Okay. I think so. I don't actually know. I don't have the facts. We know by now. I don't have the facts, but I watched it. Um, I reacted to a lot of the stuff on our Instagram at Stays with Tina's podcast if you want to follow for more stuff like that. But I really, really enjoyed it. I miss it made me really, really miss theater. I thought all the performances were great. I really didn't like Jersey Boys is like Jersey Boys. So like I was like underwhelmed, but like also it was Jersey Boys because it's like Jersey, Jersey Boys. Um, yeah. <laughs> How many times can I say Jersey Boys in one sentence? Um, but I really thought everybody was really great. I liked that. So the shows were that performed were Jersey Boys, um, Chicago, Jagged Little Pill, and Mean Girls. And they each had two performances, which I think was great because then we got to see different people from 
different aspects of the show. So for Mean Girls, we saw Katie Heron sing Stupid with Love, and we saw a Janice moment. For Chicago, we got All That Jazz Classic, and then we got Mama Morton, which that song does has no right to go that hard, but it does. And Natasha Yvette Williams is one of the best singers working in musical Oh, she theater. was great. She was great. And then Jagged Little Pill was... Uh, you ought to know, and the song they did on Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I can't remember. You live, you learn, you, you learn, die, you learn. you learn, you smell, you learn. You smell. Um, they sang that you song. You shower. Oh, and also the Temptations musical ah, performed. They've been also. busy. They've been doing a lot. They've been busy and booked. Basically, all the people on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, all those shows were also these um but i thought it was so so good oh and diana (gasps) we got a song from diana the musical um it was like a music video deal she was not there uh it was a music video Um, mtv style music video pretty much and it was fine it was fine yeah you know yeah it was fine i that's all i can say about it yes it was fine yeah i um, I was a little late to the party because I got home from work, but I actually think Chicago was one of the strongest, in my opinions. I thought Chicago and Jagged Little Pill were the strongest. Yeah, I, 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 I would... thought Jagged Little Pill was fucking amazing, and, and it really made me want to go see it when Broadway comes back, which I think is also like was a good marketing tool for that for yeah. when people watching like when Broadway comes back what do I want to put my money towards like what do I want to see and I have to say Jack Little Pill make, made me want to see it yeah no absolutely and I I think choosing the 11 o'clock number it's risky because it's like if you give away the 11 o'clock number and that's like the most exciting moment in the show you know although it mm. is really amazing and you're like oh I want to see that but that's also the best song in the show supposedly or the most oh, exciting right but, it's also the most well-known song from Alanis Morissette's album is You Ought to Know. Yeah. Like, if you know Alanis Morissette's song, you know that one. Yeah. So. And uh, Lauren Patton, that's what kind of got her oh, a Tony nomination. I just can't even. Like, I she has, like, seriously one of the best voices I've ever heard. It's so different. It's so good on Alanis music. Like, she just really, like, she gave it to amazed you. me. She gave it to me. I said... Slap me with that voice over and over again. Like Truly. it was. They all sounded was very really rested. Yeah, very they sounded rest- great. They sounded rested. better than they did um on the Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah, well, I mean that was like a- even that group number oh, at really? the end. Yeah, they sounded better last night than at the parade. And I thought, uh, oh, what's her name? Mary Kate. What's her name? The girl who sang, no, the girl who sang "Rather Be Me" also sounded great. Oh, she sounded great, and it's it's so hard. Like with that song, yes, it's a solo, but like she has no one around her to like hype her up. Like it's yeah. So it was like kind of the same with Mama Morton, but Mama Morton is performed like to be to an audience, while Janice is like you're in a scene. Yeah. So I thought she did a great job with it. I thought she sounded great, and I thought the Katie sounded great too. Both people that aren't like known right now for those roles so it was like nice also to see like they combined a lot of like touring companies and broadway people because not everybody's in new york right now yeah stuff like that so it was great to see other people get a chance to shine oh absolutely and be on nbc like it's really awesome no and i'm like i'm really appreciative of probably probably lauren michaels and tina fey were up to something 
with this. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who produced it. Yeah, I it. was really happy Tina Fey like used her clout and oh, absolutely, money and I to, think like, it was a, this. it was a great night, and um, yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, I know that the six company isn't fully back; they're all scattered. But I'm surprised yeah. shows like six didn't do it just because it was. It's a really They must good not moment. be around. Oh no, I think because, it, it's literally because yeah. I think the company is split up around this around the country and I just don't think it exactly. would Exactly. It would have worked. Again, it's the same people that were in the Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade, so like they must be around and like that's why they were able to do also, Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade and this. It also has a whole thing about like um because Six is also in the West End right now trying to get their shit together, so it's like I bet the producers are trying to put their money in one place and not necessarily try to you know scatter it and new york new york six i truly won't don't believe it will be back until this time next year so Mm -hmm. um so you know it we we live we learn i think did i was that the last show i saw no i think i saw saw six six. yeah i think we saw six right when did we see six february oh jesus oh yeah because we went around my birthday yeah. yeah, no, I'm really, really happy with this event. I thought it was really, really cute. And, Me too. Um, I thought it was a nice little reminder and of of musical theater, and especially without uh without the Tony Awards question mark. Um, yeah, it's, if uh, that ever happens, <laughs> who's to say? Again, invite me to that Zoom when it happens. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I'm really, really excited when we do come back. And y'all, what an exciting, exciting time! Michaela's our season finale next week. Yeah, um, let me check my calendar. Okay, um, we're checking our calendars. Uh, dates are crazy. Um, yes. Cool. So next week's our season yes. finale. And then we're going to take a little break. And then we're going to come back after the new year. In the new year. B- new new year. us. New dresses. New, new costumes. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be really, really exciting. And um, y'all, we hope you have the merriest of Christmas and a good old-fashioned uh, Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to watch the Ratatouille musical, though. We'll remind you next week, but we want to hear your thoughts. And you can follow <laughs> yes. us on Instagram at This Dates Between Us Podcast. And you can also follow me at, at Liam Joshua Mont. And I'm at Michaela Joseph. And remember, you can do. You, you can watch In the Heights. You can watch this West Side Story when that gets released. You have so much to do, but in, uh-huh. <laughs> in next year. <laughs> It's all going to be next year. And guys, we will personally pay for your therapy sessions from the Grinch. All right, guys, have a great week. This stays between us, y'all. Bye. Bye.